this morning. Thank you for gathering to you. We came to worship you and also to hear from you what you intend for us to know. Therefore, we pray that, Lord, every heart which is yours will receive your word with understanding in the name of Jesus. And that we would move according to what we have heard because you instructed us. Therefore, let the words of my mouth have a free course to every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I think that I'm not hearing you very well. I said amen. It sounds better this time. I, you know, one gift that God gives to every child. When a woman gives birth to a child, what, as soon as the baby pops out of the womb, the expectation is that the baby will cry out. As soon as that baby cries out, it is a clear sign that the baby is not dumb. Praise the Lord. At least I never knew that. And so sometimes I'm told that they have to bash the back of the baby. That the baby may cry. This morning, one of the first things I would like for everybody to know is this. God has a giving gift to everyone who he gets saved or born anew. In other words, every child of God has been given with a ministry. And that ministry is called the ministry of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. And so the title of my message is The Giving Ministry to All. Hallelujah. The giving ministry to all. There are no exemptions. And nobody can have any excuse. What you may see is that sometimes people may have this gift in a higher dimension. And it is like that with all gifts of God. In fact, even in the prophetic gifts, that's why we have minor prophets and major prophets. There are some whose gifts are so expanded that they do more and greater than others. But they will all be serving in the same giftings that they have received. But when it comes to the ministry of reconciliation... God gives to every child of his, the day you get born again, you are giving with that ministry of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. And it is important that we understand it so that Satan does not continue to take advantage to make us feel as if we are nothing. 
Thank God for abilities to be able to sing, to be able to play organ, to be able to do different things. But one thing that I know for sure from the word of the Lord is that everybody who is here today and everybody who is born again has been given with the ministry of reconciliation. And I call it the giving ministry to everyone. Amen. Can we quickly have a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14 to 20. And I would like for you today to pay attention to me carefully. For the love of Christ compels us. Because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, the old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God, praise the Lord, who has reconciled us to himself, Through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we employ you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Amen. Are you here this morning? I will show you the giving ministry that God gave to everyone. I'd like for you to, in the same chapter, but we will take it from verse number 17 in NLT. In NLT. Thank you very much. Now listen to this. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Won't you shout a big amen? You are no longer... The way you used to be when you came from your mother's womb. Let me tell you. Anybody born by a woman comes out of the mother's womb with sin, whether he's a fresh baby or not, but carries sin. From the mother's womb, because David, by the Holy Ghost, said, In sin did my mother conceive me. So, automatically, 
We are sinners condemned to go to hell. But the day we had the privilege to be spoken to through someone that Jesus spoke to and brought us to the understanding which gave us the opportunity to repent and to receive Jesus, things turned around. So what he said is that this means that Anyone who belongs to Christ has become new person. And I'm so grateful to God for this matter. I am a new person inside. Praise the Lord. You know, many years ago, many, I was a very bad boy. Terrible. And some of the things I could do was not something that my mother or anybody knew. And I must say that you are very curious to know what I could do. But I'm not going to tell you what I used to do. Because you too, you came out of your mother's womb and you were able to do miracles and sin. So, take the one that you, are, you were able to do. Take it like, ah, then Reverend Dennis too was able to do. It's okay. Hallelujah. But I love this. The Bible says... Anyone who comes to Christ becomes a new person. Praise the Lord. The old lifestyle is gone. A new life has begun. How I pray that every child of God in this house would acknowledge this scripture and begin to walk in the newness of life that is freely given to us by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now listen to me in the verse number 18. The Bible says, And all of this is a gift from God. Won't you shout a big amen? You're being born again. You're being made anew. It's a gift from God. Through no effort of yours. Totally a gift from God. Who brought us back to himself? Through Christ. And I would like for you to help me out in the reading of the scripture from the end. From the end. That is through Christ. And one, two. I know I heard a sound, but I didn't hear what was inside. So can we all do it together now? One, two. And has given us this task of reconciling people to himself. Hold it a second. You see, I pray that when you read Bible, the Holy Ghost will help you as he's helping me to understand. The day you gave your life to Christ, as much as a child will come from the mother's womb and say, Ah, that same day you gave your heart to Christ, God gave you the ability and the strength and the gift that now that you have become part of me, I am giving you back the ministry of reconciliation. So you see, and God has given us this task of reconciling people. And so let me tell you, the reason why we'll be coming to that shortly, the majority of us think that 
so winning or telling something about Jesus is for somebody else. It's a delusion from Satan. Satan has made many of us think that that work of having to tell somebody to be saved is somebody's duty, but not mine. But I read from the Word of God and I hear God say, and God has given us, all of us, the task of reconciling people to Himself. Amen. Let me show you. Telling somebody about Jesus is not difficult at all. As I read Bible and as I recognize who I am in Christ, I have seen that it is the most easiest duty to do. It's so very easy to tell somebody that you can also be saved. You can also become a child of God. In the verse number 19, the Bible says, For God, are you listening? For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them, and has given this wonderful message of reconciliation. Ha! Praise the Lord. He gave this wonderful message of reconciliation to us. And let me tell you, if we are not telling people, we are not preaching It is we who have decided not to utilize this giving gift that God has given to us. Every one of us seated here this morning has the ability to speak this ministry of reconciliation to everybody who comes their way. Or you can rise up and be very deliberate to say, I have this giving gift of God at birth. The day I got saved, God put this in me, and I'm going to share it. Praise the Lord. Do you agree with me? I am not speaking about Dennis. I am not speaking about what God hadn't done. But I am speaking about what God has done. And I love it. He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. And then in the verse number 20... The Bible says this, so we are Christ's ambassadors. Isn't it beautiful? We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Praise the Lord. We speak for Christ. When we plead, come back to God. Hallelujah. I pray that you will catch this revelation which will help to turn your life around so that the preaching of the gospel as far as God is concerned and anybody that he will bring, you will not spare that person but you will draw the person to Christ. This morning, I want to remind you and I want to tell you without hiding it that God has been dealing with me And I have taken responsibility as the leader of this church, or let me put it this way, as a pastor of this church, that we cannot sit and say we are a church 
when we, don't, we are not concerned about other people. Praise the Lord. The truth is that if anybody does not receive Jesus, that person will die and his blood will be required from our hands. And so, brother, I want you to know we have been giving with this ministry of reconciliation and it will be better for us to rise up and to do it for God to be glorified. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I will tell you. You see, God, eh, He is so wonderful that if you walk with Him and He begins to open your eyes, one of the things that maybe I should ask you to beg God for every day of your life is that, Lord, bring me to the understanding of your word. It's one of the secrets. I, I, I do ask for wisdom. I do f- ask for understanding to His word. I don't mind sharing with you the things I ask God for. I don't ask God for money. I don't ask for... I don't ask for anything, honestly. I ask for how I can understand His way and walk in it. Praise the Lord. I want to show you somebody who demonstrated this ministry of reconciliation that it has been recorded in the Bible. An ignorant person. But when she had the experience, and I give you the background to this matter. You see, most of you know the story at the, uh, in Samaria the, uh, at the well. The woman of Samaria who met Jesus, who was going to fetch water. And Jesus has walk, walked all day long with his disciples. And they got to the well and Jesus stood there in John chapter 4. And this woman comes and the disciples were so hungry and were mindful of how hungry they were. And they needed to see to themselves So they come now and tell Jesus, listen, we have walked for too long and the sun has scorched and we are tired. Can we step out there and go and find something to eat? We are fainting and we believe that you must also be hungry. Jesus says, go and and, and just buy something and come. And so at the time that Jesus had dispatched these people to just go and buy something and come, by the time they came back, they saw Jesus was talking to somebody, not anybody else, but a woman. And in their minds, honestly, when I go to heaven, I will ask them, in your mind, what was going on? Because the Bible was very specific that they were not bold to ask Jesus, why are you talking to a woman? They were all in their, you know, he's talking to a woman, we are not too sure. But I will ask them when we get there, praise the Lord. By the way, in the verse number 25, thank you very much, we will read to 30. Listen to this carefully. The woman said to him, I know that, now before I read, let me just give you a little background so it makes it easy for you to follow. Now this woman was being talking to, uh, was being spoken to by the Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus wanted this woman to be saved, and so she, Jesus was bringing salvation message to this woman. And in, in, in the interaction with Jesus, the message had led to where Jesus had to show her the way she has lived all her life, and she was blown by the revelation of what had happened and i must tell you i have experienced that by the grace of god and you can experience that i noticed that 
When you relax to preach the word of God, and God begins to supply the word from your mouth, sometimes you will be touching on things that the individuals don't know. But then it will be flowing through you, and you will be speaking, and the word of God would arrest the individuals. It happens to me a lot. I must say that even in this church, I know several times a lot of people have accused me that I knew something and I brought it to preach with it. I want you to know that. I don't take delight in talking about anybody's matter. The things that I know, half of them have not... I mean, 98% is not said here. But that's not the gospel for me. But I also know that many people in this church have heard God talk to them directly about hidden things that nobody else knew. You remember when we had this thing, um, we had the lockdown, and then we were doing service on the, on the screen. I had a couple come to me, and I had made a statement. Didn't even remember I made that statement. And then the couple came to me and they said, Do you remember that when you were preaching that day, I went to my husband and I said, You know, why is Osofo talking as if Osofo lives with us in this house. So that's what the gospel will do if we will carry it the way it ought to be carried. Praise the Lord. And so this woman has begun experiencing that with Jesus Christ. And listen to this. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, I am he. Continue, we are going all the way to 30. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? That's what I meant by, I will have to ask them what was going on in their head. Praise the Lord. Anyway, the Bible says that the woman then left the water port, went her way into the city, and said to the man, Come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. Amen. At the age of 12, in all of my wicked ways, on Jackson Park in Kumasi, near Prempe Assembly Hall, Abraham the Love Evangelist was standing on a platform, spoke spoke as I was on that park. I was arrested by the word of God. One of the first things I said to myself is, why is this man talking about me? And by the time the man could say, is there anybody who wants Jesus? I had run to the pulpit to give my life to the Lord. I will just give you only one. The way I was bad, I will give you only one. 
But Fred didn't want me to say it. Hallelujah. So I won't talk plenty. I will give one. Unfortunately, I had a father who knew how to drink very well. I don't know what very well means. But because a spirit got involved and I didn't know any better, at the age of 12, I knew how to drink Akpateshi. Plain. I knew it. Can you imagine what would have happened to me? My stomach would have been finished. But blessed be the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. I could drink that thing and I could feel it in my intestines. And I had evangelists preach, spoke about things. And the word of God arrested me. And today, I have been delivered. So when I say I was bad, don't look at Reverend Dennis. It is Jesus who made me a new person. And may I say this to you. This is the reason why Esasa Uyemusha show that you and I Having received the gift of reconciling people, we will put our hearts into it. If this man had not come to Kumasi, he's 95 or 90 something years now. I was preaching somewhere and I mentioned about his name. And somebody said, at the close of it, somebody said, do you know that man is alive? I said, hey! He said, Laboni. He took me to his house and I blessed him with some money. Because I felt, hey, I have been delivered. Praise the Lord. Listen to me. This woman, now the reason why I brought my example in is that this man didn't know me. He's a gay man who went to Kumasi to preach. But as he was preaching, he arrested me. Let me tell you something. Anytime you go out there to preach, once you just... Go with understanding. And in the flow of the spirit, the things that will come through you will arrest the people. Because the preaching of the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Amen. And this is how God got me saved. After that, my assemblies of God, Pastor 2, will come to my... I got born again about 20 times. But it's okay. I think maybe the double dose needed because I was also very thick in sin. So the double dose helped. Praise the Lord. But listen to this. Now this woman has had an encounter. I want to tell you why when you get saved immediately, you are given with the ministry of reconciliation and you can do great. This woman got saved and then she went to the city. Listen to this. Only with her own testimony. And so verse number 39 to 42 the Bible says, Mama, did they give you mic? You preach with me this morning. It's okay. They give her, but I will also try to do something here. The Bible says, And many of the Samaritans, Are you listening? No, he's doing his business. I'm the one you have to focus on. The Bible says, And the many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. Because of the word of the woman who said it. 
because of that word. And what was the message? Hey, come and see a man that told me all that I ever did. It was a salvation message. And the man started running to where Jesus was. We didn't finish. That's the last portion of it. And he told me all that I ever did. So everybody became curious. We want to know. We want to know. And then the man left. Verse 40, the Bible says, And when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them and stayed there two days. When they came to Jesus and they saw that Jesus could speak about them, could tell their state how they are decaying, how they need salvation, they started begging Jesus, please don't leave our village. Please, please, please stay with us. And Jesus stayed for two days, day and night, preaching to them. Now, this woman went and told them, and they came. Let's continue verse number. The Bible says, and many believed because of his word. When they have now encountered Jesus, the Bible says, many believed him because of the things that Jesus said. But I love the next verse. Would you like to read it for me? One, two. The Savior of the world. Hallelujah! A man will come and testify and know it only when you have said it. Now, this was the woman who came and said, she didn't say that you come and receive something. All she said is, I have experienced something. And I just want you to come and see. This man told me all that I ever did in my life. Would you like to see him? Now they went and they heard Jesus, and then they said to Jesus, Oh, finally, Tabia for two days. Don't go anywhere, because your words are eternal life. Because your words have power. Because you are a good man. Please stay with us. And they, Jesus stayed for two nights. Now when Jesus had finished, and then they went back to the woman and said, Hey, Aula. Jesus, though you invited us, now we came to encounter this man. And we want to tell you that it is not your invitation, oh, we have tasted it and seen. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, when you give the gospel to somebody, the person you don't have any idea, it's such a joy. I mean, there was such a joy, I cannot express it. We went out last Sunday. And I arrested those of them who were with me in the bus. I just got off from the bus and I saw a very young lady, pretty girl, about 19 years. There was a motorbike rider who had engaged this girl. And I could sense that they were talking nonsense. I could sense that he was trying to rap. So immediately I asked the, the car to get me off. If you have rubbed me too, I will rap. So I got this girl, spoke to her. I was with Uncle Charles' daughters, two of them. They came for the outreach, and I decided to go with those little girls. And so I was with this girl, and I, this girl engaged me. And it was good. She knew something about Jesus. 
And so she could also, I mean, bring her argument. She thought that, listen, I'm going to heaven. The only thing I haven't done is I haven't baptized. And I said, you haven't baptized is the only thing that will stop you? He said, absolutely. And I said, the thief on the cross. When, she, when he gave his heart to the Lord, did he get a chance to baptize? Then she stood there. The word of God arrested this girl. This, this girl was sharp. She took us almost about an hour. But the good news, finally she surrendered. And then I said, can I invite you to faith builders? We have a teaching class. She stood there for a moment. She said, I will come. Of course, we keep hearing, I will come. And then they will say to us. And I said, are you sure? Can I come for you on, on Monday morning? She says, I promise you, I will come. I will come. And so the little girls and I, we had a conversation in the car. And then on our way back, we just prayed a little prayer. And somehow on Monday, I told the girls, because I just wanted them to get the supply of the Spirit for soul winning. On Monday, I picked these little girls. By the, I called the girl Somehow she didn't pick, and finally she called back. She said, I did promise you that I will come. I will come. And so Monday, ah, what a joy. I met this girl in Faith Builders, and my heart was so... And the little girl said, you know, Reverend Dennis, sheep of his pastor, we've gone out there. But this is the first time that my soul has come to church. Praise the Lord. And you know, for me, the joy is that... On Wednesday, the girl came back to church. She would have been in this church today, but she had to go and visit her mother somewhere at Pukwase. But the joy is, people are ready. And when you are ready, they will be arrested by the word. Hallelujah. So brethren, these people were proclaiming, now we know he's the savior of the world. I want to beg you, be excited about this giving ministry. Never let it become dormant at all because we can do it. Amen. Now, I want to show you quickly before we leave this place the reason why we don't preach. We do not make this ministry known. Even though we have received it from the Lord, I want to show you why we don't do it. Come with me to Isaiah chapter 56, verse 10 and 11. Mama, do that for me. Isaiah 56, 10 and 11, please. Quickly. Isaiah 56, 10 and 11. Please loud it out for her. His watchmen are blind. Hmm. They are all ignorant. Hmm. They are all damp dogs. Hmm. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs which never have enough. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his own gain from his own territory. Amen. Amen. Well, let me start it from here. You know, I always try to find out few things from God when things are happening. This coronavirus, when it happened, and we were given with the protocols to follow. Now, have you observed that we are sticking very close to all the protocols? Very so tight that even coming to church, God himself understands that I can catch a virus. And yet, it's not a problem to go to work because, as for that one, if I don't go, I will not be paid at the end of the month. May the Lord deliver us. I have seen that the enemy takes advantage for, 
advantage of almost everything when it comes. But I have decided I will not allow that to happen to me. Praise the Lord. The same thing, look at that. The scripture said, his watchmen. Who are his watchmen according to Bible? Ezekiel will explain that every watchman is of God, that is us. And that our duty is to warn the whole world of sin. Now people can criticize when a, ma- a woman and a woman are marrying from high institutions of our time because they say gay. But what did you do about it if you went out there and you preached Christ? Do you think that if this woman was arrested at the time that she was young, would she now come and say, I will marry a woman? You see, we are the one, a cause of it. United States, instead of pressing on with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the ministers became so rich, and it was not anything. And now, there's a struggle for righteousness. But you know, you and I, we shall preach. Your amen is not encouraging, but it's okay. Hallelujah. His watchmen are blind. When I read that scripture, God brought my attention to it. I said, Lord, I'm not blind. Because then the Lord said, if you are not blind, then be committed to that which I have given to you, the ministry of reconciliation. They are all ignorant. There are people who are in the church who don't know that they have been given with the ministry of reconciliation. So Bible declares you ignorant. The Bible says that they are dumb dogs. When we are supposed to be backing to tell men are sinners, come to Jesus, he will save us, we shy away. May this not happen anymore. We break that in the name of Jesus. They cannot back. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Sunday afternoon, I know that I, it's a trouble I have caused many of us, but it's alright, let me cause you trouble so you can rejoice. Hallelujah. Sunday afternoon after church is the only time I have to rest. I won't take my just one and a half hours. The Lord will take just one and a half hours. Let's go out there. Sunday we will get many people who are not in the house during the week. And when you just simply say, do you know that we are all sinners and we are not going to go scot-free? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. When you say that, somebody will believe. If he doesn't believe, you would have done your part. Hallelujah. But we don't want to go there. We want them saved. Today, Muslims are being saved. Today, they are shouting the name Jesus. And we, those who have been privileged to be in a country such as this, may we do it so that we don't have this thing close on us. Hallelujah. I'm thinking about some of the things that we would have done. Pastor Bimpo and I and the rest of the team. Go to the north and see these thousands of people. Oh my God. Father, lift this coral thing, uh, virus thing and let us go so we will go with the gospel. Hallelujah. Child of God. See, the Bible says that they cannot back. I refuse not to back. I will back. Hallelujah. Tell everybody. There are some of us who are, have employing people. 
you, you have employed them. They look at you, they say, Madam. They look at you and say, Master, when was the last time you sat the person down when you knew the person is not saved to say, do you know something? Thank God that by God's grace, this company can pay you at the end of the month. But may I tell you, I can also give you a water that will never run out of your house. And you say, eh, what kind of water? He said, that water is the water Jesus Christ. Let's take advantage. I beg you to do these things. The Bible says the lying down, loving to slumber. Listen, dear one, this ministry is for all of us. Every one of us has been given with the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we should never think that if we don't do it, somebody else will do it. It is our duty. You are saved, you will go to heaven. But I can tell you that you will be more glorious if you were able to take up your ministry of reconciliation. Amen. See what God is saying in the verse number 11. Yes. God says yes. They are greedy dogs which never have enough. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. Do you know that when the Bible says that they are shepherds, he's referring to us. Peter will say that, Peter will tell us that we are priests, isn't it? So when God said this in the Old Testament, don't think that he's referring to me. It's referring to us. For he has made us priests and kings. Hallelujah. But this time, we will use our shepherd's rod and our shepherd voice and our shepherd ability even to speak to them in understanding. They all look to their own way. Today we are living in times that everybody else is saying, coronavirus, let me tell you, one of the things it has brought is that it's coming to inject to all of us, mind your own business. You know, when you get closer to somebody, you don't know whether he has a virus, and so everybody loves to be home. I refuse. God is able to protect me. Even if you catch it, let me tell you something. God will deliver you. As people catch and die, God is working miracles. I can't begin to tell you testimonies in this house. But may I tell you, our God is able. So please, let's rise up. This afternoon, 12 o'clock we are going. And please, just make time. Join us. We will do it twice in a month. Our leader will come with a calendar. We will take the middle of the, of, the, of, the, of the month. We will do it the second and the third. We will go out every Sunday. So when you are coming, be ready. And let's do it for the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Who cannot understand? They all look to their own way. Everyone for his own gain from his own territory. We cannot do that. We are a church that has a vision to get others saved. We used to be called soul clinic. That means that the souls of men are very important. We clean them by the word of God. We are still pressing on. Hallelujah. And in conclusion... Let me tell you this, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 16 and 17. If you do not know, I want you to know that this ministry, for if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yes, 
Woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. If I, but if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. If you watch the scripture carefully, there is only one thing God is saying. Whichever way, it has to be done. I'm not very happy to go out, Pastor Dennis. I'm not happy to go out. He says, okay, I will drag myself because this man is disturbing us. It is also good. Praise the Lord. But what God cannot stand is that you don't do anything about it. And if you also do it with joy, you have a reward in heaven. And so I want to encourage that from this moment. Join us and let us become soul seekers. Would you stand for us to pray? Pray, please. Let's talk to the Lord. First of all, if I can ask you, you know, the best person to talk to, even when you feel bad, when you feel I have sinned, when you feel I cannot get closer to you, is still God. I don't know what God has said to you, but I wish that you heard the voice of God in this message where you could easily say, Lord, I know that I have not tried. I feel so bad about it and I, I'm just asking you to forgive me. I don't know what kind of prayer, but I wish you could do something so genuine by talking with the Lord right now. The Bible says, and has given unto us reconciliation. Oh, would you please? And then after that, would you also say, Lord, I'm going to embark on this matter now. Please, open the door for me. Just open the soul for me to go and grab. I'm determined, Lord. I want to live my life being fruitful for the kingdom of God. Brethren, these are realities. The heavens are waiting for us. There are many that are being trapped by Satan into all kinds of the things that the bigger organizations of the world are endorsing by way of human rights. He has chosen to marry a woman. She's a woman. Give, allow her. That's what the world is endorsing when it is contrary to the word of God. But if they hear the gospel, they will think aright. Let's pray that God who has promised us that he will go with us, he will fulfill his word. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, we bless your name. Thank you for this giving ministry, the ministry of reconciliation. Lord, we are stepping out there in the name of Jesus. We are just thanking you for the privilege, oh God, of being part of this. We pray that you will go with us. We pray that your name will be made manifest to someone. Lord, guide us into the man who is hungry but doesn't know that he is hungry. The man who is thirsty but doesn't know. Lord, let your power come to them this afternoon. As we step out there to do this that pleases you. We thank you for giving us this ministry. Now, Lord, we, as we come to a close... We bring our offerings and tithes to you. And we ask that, O oh God, you will bless it 
to your treasury so that the things we need to do, we can do it. We also thank you for each other's life today who has been in church and had really understood that you have spoken to them. Let the word of God remain in them as a well of fire, helping us to be able to fulfill all we need to do. May you bless all of us, Lord, today because it's your presence we came to. And as we step out of this place, O oh God, may you be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, rest and abide with you. May God cause you to be a true child of God everywhere. May you become an instrument in the hands of the Lord. May the Lord bless and sustain you. I rebuke sickness. Jesus took care of it. It's not your portion. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord deliver you from any illness or disease. And give you his strength. That you may fulfill the word of God in your time. May the Lord watch over us while we are absent one from the other. And guide us into all truth. In Jesus name. And everyone said. Would you please take your seats.